You're listening to the New Stack Makers, a podcast made for people who develop, deploy, and manage at scale software. For more conversations and articles, go to thenewstack.io. All right, now on with the show. Couchbase delivers a high-performance, flexible, and scalable modern database that runs across the data center and any cloud. Many of the world's largest enterprises rely on Couchbase to power the core applications their businesses depend on. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the New Stack Makers podcast. I'm your host, Heather Joslin, features editor of the New Stack. And today we're going to be talking about the edge, Internet of Things, or IoT, to its friends, and dealing with data in those environments. Our guest today to help us explore this topic is Mark Gamble. Mark is Product and Solutions Marketing Director at Couchbase. Hi, Mark. Hey, Heather. Mark, can you tell us a little bit about Couchbase and what it does? Yeah. First, thanks for having me to you and, and the new stack. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, Couchbase is a cloud-native, NoSQL database technology that's used to power really gigantic applications like those for our customers at LinkedIn and Tesco and Comcast, Amadeus, you know, and more big enterprises who use us to power their really critical applications. And I like to describe Couchbase as sort of this combination of NoSQL database concepts. So first, it's the processing of key value information in memory for hyper-fast responsiveness. This is how a lot of websites stay lightning fast, for example. And then second, the distributed storage of JSON-based documents, you know, document-based data in a schemaless nature for, you know, flexibility because it's JSON, and then resilience because it's a distributed architecture. And then, and then to this, you add full support for containerization mobile and edge capabilities, which we'll talk more about today, and a full set of built-in features like SQL query support, something you don't usually find with a NoSQL database, and full-text search, eventing, analytics. It's really a multi-model uh, database. And these are things that our customers you know, also no longer have to bolt together from a bunch of different technologies. It's all part and parcel. And, and sort of with all of this, you have uh, Couchbase in a nutshell, and Couchbase Capella, I have to mentioned is our flagship enterprise class database as a service. So it provides all those features I just talked about of Couchbase, but fully hosted and managed in the cloud. So that's sort of Couchbase in a nutshell. Okay, terrific. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about Capella a little later in the conversation. There's a lot to, to talk about, so let's just dive right in. If you're, if you're working for an enterprise, what are some of the most common use cases for which you might be running workloads at the edge or through an IoT device? Sure. You know, typically when I'm, I'm asked these kind of questions, I, I like to sort of define what edge computing means to me or, or us. Okay. And that, that leads into the, to the question for sure. So the you know, essential goal of edge computing is really to bring data and compute, you know, closer to the applications that consume it. In other words, put, you know, put the database nearer to where the data happens, including on the device itself. And this makes apps go faster because, you know, data doesn't have to travel all the way to the cloud and back. Very simple concept. But this serves to make you know, applications more reliable because local data processing sort of removes internet slowness and outages from the equation. And there's sort of this spectrum when it comes to edge architectures. And you know, on one side, there's a, you know, a standalone edge device you know, where the database is embedded to the applications that run on the device. And so the, you're, you're talking the usual cast of characters here, right? Smartphones, tablets, 
scanners, IoT devices, these, these common devices that are typically used at the edge. And, you know, we've all seen the overnight delivery driver, you know, with a custom ruggedized tablet scanning packages in the back of that delivery van. That's kind of a perfect example of, a, of an edge device. And, and then sort of on the other edge of the spectrum, if you will, you have edge data centers. And by that, I don't mean a gigantic, you know, cold room. It could be an IT closet in a restaurant or a server rack on a cruise ship or in a warehouse or big box retail store. And, and these mini data centers, if you will, will power apps and IoT devices within their local radius. And where an app falls in this spectrum sort of depends on the scale and, and downstream clients that it has to serve. But in these cases, you know, both sides of the spectrum, it's all about bringing that data closer to the application or clients that use it. My understanding, too, is of edge computing is sometimes it's also not just to have the data be stored or analyzed where it is, but also some jurisdictions have rules about where data can live. Totally. Edge computing is a great enabler of kind of, you know, better data governance because, yes, you can do things like keep data where regulations dictate. You know, if you're a hospital, you can keep data in the data center on premises. You know, sensitive data never has to leave the edge. And so you're spot on that that data governance is another clear uh, benefit of, of edge computing. You know, and you asked originally about use cases, and that's actually where it starts to kind of illustrate these these concepts. So the use cases are, are really vast that we're seeing at Couchbase. You know, wherever there's the need for accessing data more quickly and efficiently or governing that data, you know, better at the source, edge computing can help. So consider like an offshore oil rig at sea. You know, a typical platform can produce terabytes of data every day from sensors and devices all over the, the place. And, you know, monitoring, analyzing that data is really the only way to run the platform efficiently. But the data just, you know, comes so fast and there's so much of it that it's impossible for operators to monitor and analyze it all, you know, especially in real time. And so they compensate by slowing down operations and add to that the need to also operate in remote locations like the North Sea, right, where reliable Internet's really scarce. And when it is available, it's usually via satellite and it's just slow and costly. And so now imagine a pressure valve, let's say, on the, on the platform that sends readings to be analyzed in the cloud if you're using a cloud model to detect possible problems or failure. And it takes time, right, for the data to go upstream, get processed, get a result, come back down the wire. And by the time you get that result, the valve might have failed. And, you know, if the Internet isn't available at all, the app just can't analyze data at all. So it's downtime. And that's, you know, oh, it can lead to downtime or worse. So you know, edge computing solves for this by putting the database on the platform, for example, and even onto the apps running on the IoT devices and on operators, you know, smartphones and, and laptops. And, in this way, data is synchronized locally, you create this sort of local ecosystem, if you will, and analyzed locally. No long wait, no internet outages to, to deal with, and the apps work reliably, you know, without internet. And so that, that's one, I think, illustrative use case, but, you know, we see this used in point of sale applications in retail. So by leveraging a local data center, you know, retail outlets can continue to, to service customers even if the network fails. You know, it's, again, it's super simple concept with huge implications. You know, business downtime hurts sales, but it also hurts reputation. And, and people tend to air grievances these days about poor experience <laughs> on social media. So keeping no. business running is, I know, it never <laughs> happens, right? 
But, but that's one of the reasons that our customers come to us because they know, you know, keeping business running, that applications available is how you keep customers happy and eliminate or try and eliminate downtime. So, you know, move that data processing to the edge. Re retailers can eliminate those dependencies on, on the cloud and internet and get better guarantees of uptime. And so we see, you know, I mentioned hospitals, manufacturing's another one, Cru the cruise industry kind of circling back around. And this, this answer with this, because I think it's another great use case, you know, ships can use onboard data centers instead of cloud data centers for passenger services. And one of our customers is Carnival Cruise Lines, and they run an edge data center on their ships to power their ocean medallion application, which are super proud of. They use it in a lot of their ads because it provides this personalized service, which is a differentiator for them, you know, to their customers. It's an IoT device that every passenger wears and it lets, you know, lets them into their room and lets them change when they move from the bar to the their dinner table and to the pool, their drink will follow them. And, you know, they can buy amenities anytime without touching anything. And, and it works even when not connected to the internet. So, you know, these are just sort of some of the kind of edge use cases that we're seeing our, our customers adopt and, and implement. Obviously, you know, mobile devices are a big user edge computing, as we mentioned, and mobile providers are rolling out 5G networks all over the world. Where, where does 5G fit into all of the story of edge computing? And Sure. Yeah. So 5G, super hot. <laughs> it's like what my grandma even knows, five, you know, she started saying, oh, it's 5G. I'm like, okay, it's, it's more than a buzzword. It's, yeah, it's out there if my grandma even knows about it. So, but there's good reason for the hype, right? It's, you know, to, co to compare with 4G, you know, things like the, the average round trip data travel time between a device and the cell tower is like 15 milliseconds. And with 5G, that latency drops to like two milliseconds. And, and 5G can support, they say, a million devices within a third of a mile radius, uh, way more than what's possible with 4G. And, and it boasts, you know, multi gigs per second data transfer, just mind boggling blazing speed. And that leads some to ask, well, you know, that's super fast. Why do you need edge computing to, to speed things up? And, you know, the benefits of 5G, it needs to be clear, are really they apply to the last hop, right? The, the radius from the tower, that distance from the cell tower to the device, everything within that radius is super fast. But then the round trip from the tower to a cloud data center and back can still take up up to 500 milliseconds or more, depending, you know, really on where you are. So this means that apps that use a cloud database still rely on internet to operate, even on a 5G network. And, and a speedier kind of final hop can't make up for overall internet latency or outages. And so, so kind of my lead in there is to get the full benefits of 5G. I, I think you need to bring the processing of data, you know, within the 5G radius. Or, you know, I think 5G really requires edge computing to realize its its full potential. I understand Couchbase. We, we talked a little bit about the need for data processing and storage when Internet is spotty or non-existent. My understanding is that Couchbase has been he hearing more from customers about looking for offline first applications and the data needs involved. What does Couchbase do to address those these issues involved in, in offline first apps? Yeah, offline first is, you know, uh, two years ago I heard the term... Uh, and I was like, huh? You know, it's sort of, you can kind of sort of guess what it means, but now we're hearing it more and more. But the, the, the thing is our customers don't come to us and ask for offline first. They come to us with specific problems that are always, you know, related to network connectivity and, and 
their app's reliance on it and its its risk of failure. So we're seeing more and more of these, you know, offline first app requirements. And it's really a class of edge ed application where the app has to operate in areas of no internet for kind of extended periods of time. We're not talking, you know, going through a short tunnel or a few subway stops. I mean, uh, I'm talking where there's no internet at all for hours or days or longer. So places like underground in a mine or uh, in, in, you know, deep in remote wilderness or driving through the middle of Iowa or uh, or on the world's longest flight, right? Emirates just announced Dubai to Panama City, 17 hours. <laughs> you know, these are places where internet isn't typically available, but there's still, you know, a strong need for work to be done and goods to be sold and customers to, to service. So kind of this defining characteristic of offline first apps is working in isolation with the need for the apps to work even when completely disconnected. And so, so some examples would be like insurance agents, you know, making claims adjustments in, in, in the field. They need to sell and update policy information, you know, in disaster areas maybe, where there's little or no network connectivity. Another example is inspectors at, at utility companies that perform maintenance activities. You know, they work on equipment and conduct repairs. They need access to task lists and historic inspection results and infrastructure maps, but they sometimes need it, you know, working out in the middle of nowhere, you know, on some wind turbine. But then, you know, that doesn't, it doesn't only mean re remote. It can also be in the middle of a major metropolitan area, your restaurants, you know, they want to streamline meal ordering and drive through order experience for their customers. In many cases, they're extending that service out to the parking lot or the curbside. Yeah. You know, taking adjust orders from mobile devices. How many places do we pull into? Not that I eat fast food, but <laughs> when I pass <laughs> a fast food restaurant, you, it's starting to become more common where you'll see that instead of just a box you talk into, there's a person holding a tablet and they walk down the line and they're taking orders. And as they come you know, closer to the restaurant, syncs up with the kitchen, they find that just a better, more efficient way to serve customers. And so it, it becomes a you know, competitive differentiator for them. And mobile clinics are another example of offline. For, you know, these are real customer examples I'm talking about. But you know, healthcare workers in remote rural locations can pull up you know, patient medical history and update prescriptions and things like that, even when there's no connectivity available. You know, Couchbase provides this developer-friendly mobile database, and, and it has synchronization built in. So not only is local data processing, but it can share that data across this app ecosystem. And, and it serves these types of use cases perfectly. And our customers, you, you know, use our database to build offline first apps that are impervious, if you will, to, to internet slowness or outages. And, you know, I'll sort of uh, to help illustrate that, another customer tail, if you will. And I, I just think they're so evocative of what, what it is. You know, so uh, Backpack EMR um, is one of our customers and they provide apps for mobile clinics in remote and underserved areas where there's, you know, little to no internet. Yeah. And we're talking villages in Haiti, these kinds of things. And, and they embed Couchbase to the apps that run on tablets. And this allows them, of course, to operate in a completely disconnected mode, but they also leverage built-in peer-to-peer synchronization so that they create this little mini clinic where nobody, you know, people are walking around with a database in their hand, but it's also sharing with everyone. And so clinicians, you know, get access to patient histories updated in real time, shared across the clinic. And they can instantly and securely, you know, share that from registration to vitals, to labs and uh, exam rooms. 
uh, even through to the pharmacy. And, and you know, this this kind of ability to work in isolation but still collaborate, I think is it's a unique feature to Couchbase, but so illustrative, I guess, of that offline first capability. They can set up a mini hospital, and it doesn't matter that they're in the middle of the desert. It's it's going to work, you know. And so, sort of leveraging Couchbase to ensure that that you know works everywhere all the time. Nature, I, I'm I'm proud of Backpack EMR as a customer. I think they're really helping provide vital healthcare for areas of, of the world that need it. Yeah, it sounds like it could be potentially life saving too. I mean, to people. Indeed. Can you tell me a little bit about Capella? What is what is Capella, and what's new in that area? Sure. So Couchbase Capella is our database as a service. So when I talked about Couchbase at Isle, if you will, it's, it's Capella is all of that as a fully hosted and managed service. And so what that does, it allows our customers to adopt Couchbase, you know, adopt NoSQL really quickly. They don't have to procure hardware and install it. And it's just out there as a service that they sign up for and off and running. So it becomes this, you know, boon to developer productivity. You don't have to manage infrastructure on the database side anymore. And and we recently are excited to announce uh, introduce Capella App Services. So this is works in tandem with the database as a service. It's a really popular new capability for mobile developers. And App Services provides this fully managed backend designed for mobile IoT and edge applications. And, you know, developers use it to access and sync data between the database as a service and their edge devices, as well as it handles authenticating and managing mobile and edge app users. So sort of talking about the the Couchbase mobile stack, it's made up of three pieces. Couchbase Capella is really the, you know, kind of bedrock that, you know, fully managed cloud NoSQL database as a service. And then Capella App Services I just talked to, that's the fully managed service for uh, back-end bi-directional sync, and it handles authentication access control. And then Couchbase Lite, which I, I don't think I've mentioned yet, but this is the database, it's Couchbase, that is meant to be embedded. So it's lightweight, embedded NoSQL database. There are customers embed to their mobile apps and IoT devices. And Capella App Services is really arguably the sort of binding ingredient in the mix here, so, you know, synchronizing the data between the back-end database and edge devices, and, and providing sort of this key component of partition tolerance, you know, getting into the cap theorem a little bit of edge computing. So without app services, data changes are shared across the app ecosystem. And I talked about, you know, work in isolation, but eventually you have to make sure that, you know, data updates are shared with the rest of the ecosystem. And that's what app services is meant to do as connectivity allows. So, um, and, you know, during network disruptions, in areas with no internet, apps will still continue to operate thanks to that embedded database. So app services is included with the Capella free trial. So I really want to you know, encourage your listeners to, to check it out, try it for yourself. Just go to cloud.couchbase.com and uh, hit the sign up button and you'll be you know, working with the database in minutes. It's really impressive how quickly it, it works. L- looking ahead, what do you think are some of the biggest problems still that still need to be solved regarding data in the in edge IoT environments? Sure. I mean, my, my answer, you know, once might have been co- complexity, right? It takes com- careful planning and some know-how uh, to adopt an edge architecture. But, you know, as edge computing has caught on, a technology like Couchbase has become available, it's getting easier. But, but as our customers who build these offline first apps we were talking about know, you know, 
network connectivity is a constant challenge. So maybe I'll go with you know networks as the yet to fully solve issue with edge. You know, and the network really remains a big potential point of failure for any edge architecture. It's integral, but it's also that point of failure. And it's because all networks, you know, suffer from issues at some point. You know, signal degradation, line condition, mechanical failure, cloud cover, temperature. <laughs> you know, these can all affect network speed and availability. And all networks have these issues, you know, whether they're wired or wireless or 5G or satellite or Bluetooth, etc. You know, even if one goes faster than the other, none is, you know, totally immune to being slow or, or failing outright. So, and, but one might posit, how does this affect an edge device with its own local data processing? Well, it's back to, you know, when it comes to sharing that data. In a, in a multi-user application where data changes rapidly, Local changes have to be synced to the rest of the app ecosystem. And, and so sync has, has to happen in spite of these network issues. And, and at Couchbase, we've always tried to, you know, we, we feel we've always understood this imperfect nature of networks and have we've provided the means for developers to work around these issues by making sync automatic and making sure that it can take advantage of you know, any connectivity, no matter how brief, and also making sync super efficient you know, with things like compression and Delta sync, only sync what's changed, you know, not more. Yeah, uh, features that minimize data sent over the wire when you do have that precious connectivity. These are efficiencies I think we bring to the table that, that kind of help with those problems. But networks, you know, are probably always going to be the, a, a challenge with, with Edge. Finally, can you point to any new developments emerging in, in the field that you would advise listeners who are concerned about running data on the Edge to pay attention to? Sure. Yeah, I think one big development is, you know, I, I mentioned it earlier, alluded to it, it's becoming easier for an organization to adopt. You know, it kind of used to be the, the hallowed halls of the, the ivory tower, you know, the biggest and the biggest companies with the biggest IT departments were the only ones who could do this because you had to build it all yourself. Right. The fact is, even the simplest edge architecture can be extremely complex, especially as the number of edge clients that it has to serve, you know, increase. And it used to be that organizations had to adopt edge computing by setting up and managing their own data centers and procuring hardware and infrastructure and install and integrate all the software, knit all the pieces together by themselves. And that, that's kind of daunting for the inexperienced. But over the past two years or so, cloud service providers have begun rolling out edge services, you know, literally cloud infrastructure that customers can deploy to a local metro data center or onto a 5G network, or even on their own premises. So you, you hear, probably heard of services like AWS LocalZone, AWS Wavelength, AWS Outpost. Azure has its services as well, Azure Public Mech, Google Cloud, GCP Anthos, and Extended Cloud. You know, these are emerging services that are making edge computing less complex so that anybody with AWS Azure GCP expertise can you know, construct an edge computing environment for their own applications. And, and Couchbase is partnering with all of these cloud service providers. And, you know, that I, that I mentioned, you know, we've done latency tests with AWS Wavelength, AWS Local Zones, and Azure Public Mech. And they, you know, they prove out what we've sort of been saying and what the claims are. That over an 80% reduction in latency for applications when you leverage Couchbase in these environments. And we, we've been certified as service ready for AWS Outposts. Um, we have more uh, tests underway, in fact, for AWS Snow Cone, 
which is their appliance. It's AWS in a box that you can literally put anywhere. And we're doing that with Starlink, a low Earth orbit uh, satellite. And just, just to test, you know, okay, are these claims of ultra low latency true? And we always find out that they are, but it's, it's just really validating that, you know, the promises of edge computing are there. Combine data processing with these edge services and you can realize it a lot easier than you may have thought. So yeah, I'd like to encourage folks to, to look into those emerging services and of course Couchbase to help get around you know any of those challenges they may, might be assuming are there. Okay, well, I think that's, thank you very much, Mark, for joining us today. Uh, that's a wrap for this episode of Makers. Again, thank you, Mark Gamble of Couchbase, our guest for this conversation about data in the edge. And we'd like to thank Couchbase for sponsoring today's episode of the podcast. I'm Heather Joslin of, of the Newstack, and I've been your host for today's Makers. Thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Couchbase delivers a high-performance, flexible, and scalable modern database that runs across the data center and any cloud. Many of the world's largest enterprises rely on Couchbase to power the core applications their businesses depend on. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's one of the best ways you can help us grow this community, and we really appreciate your feedback. You can find the full video version of this episode on YouTube. Search for the new stack and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss any new videos. Thanks for joining us and see you soon.